Hi, this is David Mattin and you're listening to New World Same Humans number 85, People in Glass Boxes, published on the 10th of October 2021. You can find the links included in this instalment and a link to the text version on the New World Same Humans article page where this podcast is embedded. So, let's go. This week, a note on a connected world, transparency and the nature of organisations. It builds on an idea I've been playing with for ages, the glass box, and it's all founded in events taking place inside the world's most valuable company. Steve Jobs liked intersections. Specifically, he liked to tell the world that Apple was a special company because it was uniquely positioned at the intersection of technology and the liberal arts, The phrase became famous, part of the stellar brand the company projected into the world. In 2021, something is happening at the intersection of transparency, internal culture and brand. And across the last few months, this phenomenon has sent shockwaves through the company Jobs founded. The phenomenon isn't new, but changes associated with the pandemic are supercharging it and making powerful new implications visible for the first time. This shift acts on all organisations, from the small to the mighty. It's about how they function, how they're perceived, and how they must change if they're to survive. In the end, it's about a rebalancing of power fuelled by transparency. The outlines of this transparency revolution became more visible last week when The Verge reported on Apple's ongoing experiment with team messaging tool Slack. First, some background. Apple has always been a famously secretive company. Employees sign NDAs when they join and are essentially forbidden from speaking about Apple in public. Send a tweet about the company and you'll find yourself summoned by management for a talk. This strict secrecy fueled the customer surprise and delight that so obsessed Steve Jobs. And given Jobs' notorious control freakery, it's no surprise that a secrecy control imperative runs through not just Apple's dealings with the outside world, but its entire culture. Apple staff work on a need-to-know basis and within strict internal silos. At the Cupertino HQ, employees are given passes that open only the doors they need. The structure is command and control and with a clear demarcation between those who make decisions and those who implement them. TLDR, we set the culture, you work in it. It's a culture made to fuel ruthless efficiency, but now cracks are appearing. At the heart of this story is Slack. Apple started using the tool back in 2019. Then the pandemic struck and vastly more internal communication shifted to the platform. The first glimpses of what lay ahead came in May, when Apple hired the product manager and Twitter carnival barker Antonio Garcia Martinez. Martinez is the author of an Inside Silicon Valley memoir published in 2016, and some Apple staff took to Slack to share their belief that the book is misogynistic. Martinez was later fired. Insiders say the Martinez episode started something. 
In its wake, staff began using Slack to organise around a range of issues. In one channel, female staff voiced concerns that Apple tolerates gender discrimination. A channel sprang up to discuss pay. In August this year, Apple shut it down. Meanwhile, Slack has also hosted an ongoing argument between management and staff about the company's policy on a return to the office. These debates have encompassed thousands of Apple staff. What's more, they haven't stayed inside the company. An internal letter from employees to management on remote work ended up being leaked. Emboldened by the peer support they've found on Slack, some Apple staff have turned their concerns over pay and discrimination into high-profile Twitter threads. Facebook and Google have both experienced public staff dissension in recent years, but for Apple, this is new. For that reason, it has something of the feeling of a magic spell being broken. The Cupertino Wonderland that dropped a series of magic products in the early 2000s turns out to be just another real place with familiar human flaws. Once you see that, whether you're staff or a customer, you can't unsee it. Why does all this matter beyond the walls of Apple? For years now I've been writing about how a connected world turns the walls of every organisation to glass so that people can see right inside, and on how that has one deep implication for any business. In a transparent world, internal culture becomes visible as never before. That means internal culture becomes a part, often the most important part, of an organization's public-facing brand. Welcome to the age of the glass box organization. Internal culture is now brand. That's a profound shift that any 21st century organization must accommodate. The Apple story makes it clear, though, that this shift is being accompanied by another of equal magnitude. In short, a connected world shatters the kind of traditional, secretive, hierarchical culture that Apple perfected in the early 2000s. New workplace connectivity tools such as Slack and Facebook Workplace empower staff in new ways. Once connected by these platforms, they're able to break silos, swap stories, challenge decisions. Along the way, they can discover shared grievances and join the dots so that apparently isolated incidents are revealed to be connected examples of systemic cultural failure. The way this process has played out on Slack, inside Apple, is reminiscent of the way Twitter facilitated the Me Too movement back in 2017. In both cases, a social platform gave rise to the emergence of new distributed movements for change. Just as with Me Too, once Apple staff corroborated each other's experiences, they then felt able to come together and speak with one voice. Issues that had remained submerged for years were finally brought above water. Different movements, same social dynamics. Crucially, what's happening at Apple now will start to happen elsewhere. In even the most traditional organisations, remote and hybrid work is pushing ever more internal comms into tools such as Slack. As that happens, the dynamics I'm describing will become more commonplace. 
top-down, secretive, siloed cultures, and that describes the culture in most corporations to a greater or lesser degree, will become increasingly dysfunctional and hard to sustain. The boundaries that separate one department from another, the workers from the managers, and even the organisation from the outside world, are all fading away. What's left is one truth, which everyone can see. There are good reasons that most corporations are somewhat siloed, secretive and top-down. It helps them to get stuff done, stay ahead of competitors and surprise customers. So in this new world I'm describing, where do organisations go next? One thing is already becoming clear. In the 21st century, organisations can't fight the force that is transparency. Instead, they must find ways to ride it. At heart, that will be about embracing the new empowerment of employees. This will mean inverting several of the practices exemplified by Apple. Instead of a regime of silence, staff should be empowered to conduct an ongoing conversation with one another about internal culture, processes, goals and more. And that conversation must be allowed to shape the company's future. Of course, there will still need to be leaders and decisions, but in a truly connected organisation, the imposition of culture starts to become impossible. Decisions are far more likely to be accepted, and as it happens to be of a high quality, if they emerge from an inclusive internal conversation. Meanwhile, instead of imposing a code of secrecy on staff, they should be encouraged to share as much of this conversation as possible with the public. Here, organisations must face a harsh reality. In a transparent world, the public are going to see your internal culture whether you like it or not. Do you want them to catch ever more revealing glimpses of a culture of diktat and grievance, as is happening now with Apple? Or do you want them to be welcomed by a staff empowered to share across social platforms into a culture that is vibrant, open and enthusiastic, despite its imperfections? Get it right, and empowered employees will become an organisation's greatest asset. The conversation they engage in and share will become an integral part of the organisation's brand. In some deep sense, in a transparent world, that conversation is all a brand can be. The newsletter writer Nick DeWild has talked about the rise of what he calls the platform brand and points to the way education startup On Deck encouraged staff to take to Twitter to share their journey inside the company and ramp up excitement for its offerings. This is brand in the age of the glass box and pretty soon every company will have to embrace some version of it. The transformation taking place at the intersection of transparency, internal culture and brand is powerful, and its implications run deep. This instalment can only act as the briefest of introductions. But it's already clear that the kind of culture prized by jobs, secretive, siloed, hierarchical, is becoming anachronistic. It would be easy simply to cheer this shift and believe we're moving towards something more enlightened. But don't forget, for decades, Apple worked. 
Its culture, however flawed, fueled the creation of products that not only generated huge profits, but also transformed our lives. How do we build organizations that can have a transformative impact in a glass box world? That's a world in which staff are empowered to organize as never before, where the boundaries that controlled information flows, both inside the organization and through the organization's walls, are fading away, and where the balance of power between capital and knowledge labor is amid profound change. We're only starting on the journey to find answers. Through the looking glass. Thanks for listening this week. The glass box transparency revolution is only just getting started and no one fully understands the new world it will lead us towards. But New World Same Humans will continue to track this shift along with a wide range of others. And if that mission resonates with you, then there's one thing you can do to help further it, and that is share. So now you've reached the end of this week's instalment. Why not take a second to forward the email to one person, a friend, family member, colleague who'd also enjoy it or share New World Same Humans across one of your social networks and let people know why you think it's worth their time. All you have to do is navigate back to the article page where this podcast is embedded and hit the share button. I'll be back on as usual on Wednesday with New Week Same Humans. Until then, be well.